Hey, what's up? I'm Nikki Novocaine, and welcome to Nikki Philosophy. What's poppin', y'all? So today we will be talking about saving the hero, or as some people call the strong friend. Now, some of y'all know I do have a Beyonce-inspired tattoo, and it does say "Save the Hero." So she has a song called Save the Hero, and it's this lyric in this song that really resonates with me, and it has for many, many years. And she says, who's there to save the hero when she's left all alone and she's crying out for help? Basically, the hero or the strong friend would be the person that you run to whenever you have problems or any type of minor major inconvenience in your life where you need to vent you need to talk to somebody it can be like your friend it can be your partner it can be a family member it would just be that you know that specific person that you always go to whenever you have issues now nothing is wrong with going to somebody and talking to somebody but the problem comes in when sometimes in some cases they don't even consider how the hero or the strong fiend (laughs) friend how the strong friend is feeling in that moment so um they just know that they have a problem and this person is always there to solve their problems they're always there to listen to them when they need to vent sometimes like they don't even ask them how they're doing they just go straight into oh my goodness I need this. Oh, my goodness, this happens. And, you know, that's typical because I'm guilty of doing that with my friends as well. Like when my life is in shambles or I just need a response to that specific question, I'll just, you know, say that without even asking how they're doing. And, you know, that's an error on my part that I'm working on. But whenever you have this person that you always vent to, that you always go to, you need to make sure it's reciprocal. Because in a lot of cases, the hero doesn't have anybody to vent vent to. Of course, you can always vent to your friends no matter, like, if you're the strong friend or not. But what I'm saying is that as the strong friend, if you're constantly pouring yourself out for other people, you're going to run out of the mental capacity to deal with yourself. And if your cup is empty and you're drained dry, you're just going to be sitting there wondering like why you can't handle your own emotions or why you can't deal with your own issues is because you've extended yourself and drained yourself dry for other people. Now, it gets a little bit deeper if as the hero or the strong friend, you're an empath. And if, if you don't know what an empath is, it's the ability to feel the emotions of others. So that's why if your friend is an empath, it's way like way more important that you pour back into them because when you're going to them with your issues, you're going to them venting, you're going to them with problems, they're feeling all of that emotion. They're feeling everything that you feel. And I know this for a fact because I am an empath. So anytime anybody talks to me about stuff, I literally can feel their pain. So that's why it's important that I have people around me that's able to pour back into me. Now, I'm going to speak about that in a minute. So don't just, you know, if you're my friend and you're listening to this, just hear me out. Just listen to the full podcast because I'm going to address that in a few moments, okay? (laughs) Now, here are some, like, characteristics of the strong friend or the hero, if you will. Um, They appear strong and independent. They always will seem like they have it all together, when their life is actually in shambles (laughs) most of the time. Now, there are, you know, some people who really do have it together, but nine times out of ten, that strong friend, they be breaking down behind closed doors. 
they don't want other people to see it um, because they want to be able to comfort and console others in the midst of their life falling apart to where they put their own feelings like on the back burner to deal with, you know, the people that are important to them because they love so hard and so much and care so deeply for other people that that's something that they're willing to do. On top of that, they don't want to seem weak. You feel me? Personally, I hate people seeing me weak. Contrary to some of the stuff I may post, I don't like people knowing when I'm down. And even, like, recently, I don't know if it's because I've been going through, like, stuff this past year. I don't even really post, like, what be going on with me that much anymore. And I don't really talk about it much anymore. I don't, like, keep it bottled up. I try to have, like, healthy outlets. I'm going to talk about that in a moment as well. But it's just, you know, sometimes you don't want to seem weak. Because a lot of the times, not a lot of the times, some of the time, people will take advantage of that. They'll use your kindness for weakness. And even though you may have people around you that, you know, that are helpful, everybody isn't nice. Everybody isn't willing to help you in the way that you help them so as a coping neck mechan- <laughs> as a coping neck oh my goodness this word is kicking my tail <laughs> as a coping mechanism you just don't deal with it publicly you just deal with it in private to which you know that's fine but as the hero it's always good to have somebody that you can go to as well so i saw this post on twitter a few weeks ago and it could also contribute to why the strong friend doesn't like venting to people now the post said it was asking okay what do you respond when somebody says how are you doing a lot of people said oh I'm just fine or you know I'm good but the girl was like she hates when people actually tell them that she that they're not good she hates when they unload on her and she said it's not fair to her and it's triggering to her mental health when people actually tell her how they're feeling now i felt like okay so i can i can see it both ways but 99 percent of me is like girl what do you mean not what do you mean but why do you feel that way because Personally, if I ask somebody how they doing, I want you to tell me how you doing because I genuinely want to know. Don't tell me that you're good if you're not good. Don't tell me that you're great if you're not great. Like, if you have something going on, you you should tell me, not you need to. I wouldn't say you need to tell me, but I would prefer if you told me because I I have a gift, right? I have a gift for talking. I have a gift for talking to people and talking people through things is is natural to me so if I ask you how you doing you need to tell me how you're doing I can understand okay you know if you know something going on with them could be triggering to her mental health or it can bring down her vibrations I feel like that's kind of selfish in a sense because you if you had something going on you would want them to be there for you but if they have something going on you don't want them 
I'm sorry you don't want to be there for them. That goes back to the drinking from the cup but not refilling it. That goes back to my original point of saving the hero. You would want somebody to be your hero. You would want somebody to talk you through something you're going through, but you don't want to be there for the other people. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. I can I can get that it could be triggering to you, but don't ask somebody how they're doing if you don't genuinely care how they're doing and you don't genuinely want to know how they're doing, okay? Now, the good thing about 2022 is that Mental health is being taken taken way seriously than it was before, which is a good thing, so I can understand. But if somebody needs to vent, somebody needs to unload, especially if you're unloading on them, you need to be there for them. Now, another thing that um, heroes or strong friends would do is they either hide what they're going through or they'll water it down to not make it seem as bad as it is. Personally, I do that sometimes. If somebody asks me if I'm having a good day, I'll be like, you know, it's okay. I, I've been pretty, you know, I've been okay. Nine times out of ten, if I tell you that I'm okay, my life is probably in shambles that day. I probably have a whole bunch of things going wrong, and I just don't want to put that on other people. I don't want to tell, you know, tell that to other people because that goes back to me feeling weak. But... I'm going to speak on, you know, something else in a few moments. Now, this episode, and this is really, really hard for me to come on here and talk about. Because when I was planning my content for the month, I was going through some things this weekend. So, this topic actually came up because if you know me, you know I suffer with really, really bad anxiety. And it's literally going crazy right now because... I'm actually about to talk about something that I never really put out there that much. So bear with me. (laughs) So this past weekend, I was just thinking about everything that I have going on in my life right now. I'm not going to go into detail, but I do have quite a bit going on. And all of it combined caused me to have a really bad combination panic and anxiety attack. It was awful, y'all. It was so bad. Um, It's probably the worst one that I've had ever. And in the midst of me having this attack, I was talking to my friend, Brittany. And we were actually texting in the midst of me having this, you know, attack. And she said something, and I was like, I, I forgot what I responded, but what I responded made her ask me, was I okay? And I was like, you know what, honestly, Brittany, I'm not okay. Like, I'm not okay at all right now. And I was like, I was even reluctant to even go into detail about what caused the anxiety attack and panic attack. And I even asked her because it was part of me that was thinking back to that post where the girl was like, she didn't like people to unload on her. I was like, look, are you sure you want to know? Because it's kind of a lot. And she was like, yeah, of course. You know, you're there for me when I need you. So, of course, go ahead. So I was able to, for the first time in a very long time, fully vent to what fully vent about what triggered the anxiety and panic attack 
and what what everything y'all I'm tripping up on my words everything that caused it and it really helped it helped relieve pressure it helped me put into context what I can do to rectify the situations and what I can do to better the situations and that felt great so shout out to Brittany for being my hero this past weekend because that was something that I greatly needed now I can 100% talk to any of my friends if I consider you a friend technically my friends are really my sisters so when I said anytime you see me talking about I don't have friends I don't be talking about these people because I really consider these people my sisters but I can talk to them about any and everything. But a part of me doesn't want to feel like a burden on people. And that just really comes from my anxiety. Like, yeah, I have I have a whole bunch of going on. <laughs> but that comes from my anxiety, me not wanting to feel like a burden and just me overthinking like yeah they're not gonna care but I know they're gonna care because they my friends and they love me it's just me getting my inside my own head (laughs) so that really caused me to not talk to them about every single thing but with that conversation with Brittany I, I was literally able to talk about every single thing so I am a person who always serves as a hero for other people, I can 100% tell you that we also need a hero in any type of circumstance. So what I'm working on is just within myself to know and really, really feel and know that I really can be open with other people and it's really okay for me to talk to other people about stuff. Now, um, yeah, like I was saying, it really helps when somebody is there for us. Like, <laughs> it 100% really, really helps. It helps refill that cup I was just talking about. It helps refill that cup so we can continue to help other people because when um, we're full, when our cup is full, we can continue to pour into other people the same way people are pouring into us. Now, I'm going to give you some ways that you can help a hero in addition to the, you know, letting them really vent to you the way that that you vent to them so here are a couple ways that you can help the hero or the strong friend in your life check on them for one just hit them up like just talk to them you know um the more you talk to them the more you you know ask them you know are they good and actually want to know are they good the more willing that they're going to want to open up to you the more willing that they're going to be comfortable opening up to you just be like, hey, how you doing? Hey, what you been up to? Hey, how's your mental health today? Like, that type of stuff really, really matters, and it really, really helps. And just let them know that you're there for them. Going back to um, when I just said that I didn't want to feel like a burden on people, that, you know, that's real. Some people really don't vent to other people because they feel like they're a burden on them. So just let them know that you're there let them know that anything that they need to talk about anything that they want to talk about anything that they want to vent about any problems that they're going on got going on just anything just let them know that you're there for them and pour back into them I keep on saying pour back into them pour back into them because 
trying to pour from an empty cup. Like, a, you, if you're drained dry, you can't pour into other people. Like, you really, it's just really impossible if you don't have the mental capacity to pour into other people. So, pouring into the hero, it it guarantees that you'll never lack. Because if if your hero is always full, then we can always give you give one hundred percent of ourselves to you without depleting ourselves. You feel me? So yeah, check on the hero in your life. Make sure that the hero is good. Cause like our good our good girl, um, our good sis. <laughs> I mean, say good girl. Our good sis Beyonce said. Who's there to save the girl when she's crying? Who's there to save the hero when she's left alone and crying for help? You need to be that person there to save your hero. You really do. (laughs) So I definitely do want to thank y'all for tuning in to this oh-so-important episode of Nikki Lossophy. Um, we did talk about saving the hero and why that's so important. So now we're going to get into it. I want to let y'all know that I truly appreciate you for taking the time to listen. And switching it to a podcast made it much easier for people to tune in um, versus having to sit there and watch a live. And I can see the number of downloads. I can't see who listens, but I can see the amount of times that you guys are listening. And you guys are actually listening and I definitely 100% appreciate it. I put a lot of time and care and effort into writing out to what I'm going to talk about and just, you know, getting on here talking about it. So I really do 100% appreciate it. So last week, um, Music Moments with Tyler, that was my first collab episode, and it went really great. So I do want to open up my schedule to have more collabs. Typically, what I'm aiming for is I want to do at least one collab a month. And that, as of I have my calendar set up right now, it is going to be the last episode of the month. Every month for that I'm saving out for a collab episode. So, if you're wanting to collab with me, I do reside in Atlanta. So, of course, it's a podcast. It's not like a live where I can just add you. It does have to be in person. So... If you do want to collab, just email me, email me, email me for all collabs. It must be an email. Nikkilosophy at gmail.com. Nikkilosophy at gmail.com. For collabs, it always has to be an email, okay? No DMs for the collabs only, okay? If you want to collab, Nikkilosophy at gmail.com. Even if you want to um collab... Not for the podcast if you want to collab for a YouTube video. Nikkilosophy at gmail.com. <laughs> okay? Um, if you want me to do promo for you, all promo, promo has to be Nikkilosophy at gmail.com. I do promo on my podcast. I am going to start opening up slots on my podcast while I promo. But uh, for right now, I do most of my promo on my social media. So if you want me to promo for you, Nikkilosophy at gmail.com. Collabs and promo must be in email, okay? If you have any ideas that you would like for me to do, if you have episodes that you would like for me to talk about, topics that you would like for me to cover, you can DM those to me. That's perfectly fine. DM me 
if you have a topic that you would like for me to talk about. If you just want to talk to me, <laughs> send me a DM. I'm very, very responsive, okay? If you're having issues, if you just need somebody to talk to, hit me up. Like, DM me. I'm there for you. The same way people are there for me, I'm there for them. So if you have any questions, if you want to talk about anything, just feel free to shoot me a DM. My Nikki social media is all Nikki Lassophy. My personal social media is they crave underscore Nikki. So be sure to go and follow me on all of my socials. They will be down in the title box, in the description box. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Nikki Lassophy. And of course, Nick Force is the best fan base on the planet.